Breathing space includes mature content such as adult language, sexual situations, violence, and substance use. This episode contains divorce, cult behavior, deception, kidnapping, and mentions of gore. Additional sensory contact warnings can be found in the show notes. I ain't got no home to go to, I ain't got nothing to sell, but my stars will never leave me, even when I'm sold to hell. I was born under a blue sky, and I'll die out in the black, when I'm gone, don't no one mourn me, cause my debts will drag me Captain? Commander Brannis. What's the lay of it in there? There's a fair bit of blood, but Aiden says it's not his. Baron's on the way. They're off shift. Coming from crew quarters. Second med tech got a coagulant in the Ulco at some uh, personal risk, so they ought to be able to at least answer a few questions. <sighs> Good enough. Wait for me here if you don't mind. Ensign Aiden. I hear we've got a bleeding, belligerent Ulko on the ship. Care to tell me why that might be? Permission to speak freely, Captain Illy May? Alright, go on then. I saved their life, sir. <coughs> you got in the way, is what? Fucking Perry. I had it under control. They're grateful, they just haven't admitted it yet. I take it that's why you've got that chair five feet away from the exam table. Oh, they just need their space. Told him to stay the fuck away from me. Don't need his help. Don't need any of you people's help. Your brat here ain't got his listening ears on. Jet just likes talking with her boot soles, don't you, bud? Where's Lorelai? Jet chased her off after she gave him the coagulant. Ain't consented to no needlework. Commander Branna says you're not the one injured, Aiden. Yet I see a good amount of blood on you. Why don't you go ahead and explain that to me? Okay, so I'm out groundside with Des and Timber, and we walk right into a scuffle in the alley behind the bar with, like... What do you think, Jet? Like, at least six guys? Off-duty bulls, Jet said. Said I didn't handle big eyes. Seems like they've taken issue with Jet hanging around the back of the bar, and when I step in to try and smooth things over, they take issue with me too. Folk trust grinners and no-goes about the same out here. Beats me as to why. So, Des and Timber run ahead and tell Birdie to hold the shuttle while I stay behind to help. We almost get out clean, but Jet here decides to catch a bullet rather than run from a fight. So Could I... Could be you catching that bullet just as easy, running your mouth like that. Anyhow, I thought I'd better bring them back with us for medical attention. Against my will. In case that part weren't clear. Hey, what was I supposed to do? Let you bleed out? And you're no half-bushel basket either. Kinda had to carry them onto the shuttle, uh, hence the blood. Europa Dockside security was getting twitchy, so I told them Jet was one of ours. <laughs> What's your name, Olko? What? Me? Yes, you. Jet Propulsor? Charmed. Well, it seems you've met Aiden Morganson. I'm Captain Ellie May, Settle's daughter of the Settle for Didn't No ask. Bitter. And what do you know about this vessel, Jet Propulsor? You're a grinner ship. Traffickers and cultists. You grab folk and make off of them, and then those folk ain't ever seen again. It's all I need to know. Nah, that's just stories. We don't really. The Settle is a peregrination hearthship hybrid doing trade in bioprinted fertilizers and dirt-grown produce. We're in port two more days here on Europa, after which we'll be taking off for Rogers. You're welcome to stay with us while you recover. I'm good, thanks. <sighs> you got any money, Jet? None to speak of. Alright, so say you refuse our hospitality and accompanying free medical care. You go to a station doctor... They try to charge your insurance through your ID. Except that you're a no-go, judging from that machine strapped to your back. Do I have that right? So, no insurance. Now there's a medical debt flagging on your ID every time you come through a port. See where I'm going with this? 
so that's one option. Or, you let our medic get you some healing for free. Ship out with us for a spell, then, if you demonstrate some useful skill and you take an interest in signing on with the Subtlest crew, that can be up for discussion as well. <laughs> Knew it. Knew what? This is a fucking press ganging, ain't it? That's why you brought me aboard. Hey, hey now, cool off, Jet. Look, your shoulder's open again. You're bleeding all over that place. Nobody's press ganging you. It's an open offer. Who knows? Maybe after a week or two, you decide you like it here. Whoa, Fuck. Whoa, yeah. hey, take it easy. Fucking kidnappers. That's what you people are. Captain, Baron's outside. Should I, uh... Go ahead and send them in, Brannis. Thanks. Captain Ellie May? Aiden, you all right? Uh, yeah, yep, my friend Jet here could use some help, though. you to try it, Grinner Doc. Okay, uh, Tranks it is then. Hold him still for me, would you, Aiden? Hey! Hey, don't you fucking- Ow! Don't fucking touch me, you- Ah, uh. oh, boy, feisty when you got there, Aiden. Surprised to see them taking swings like that with such a sizable hole in them. Uh, clean through the shoulder, looks like. You should have seen him fight, like an angry goose. <laughs> well, uh, if Lorelai cleared you, then you'd better run along. I'll alert you if anything changes here. It's okay, I'm I'm happy to stay with them and, until... Let's they... give the good doctor some elbow room, son. Come on. Thanks, Marin. No, that's what I'm fucking telling you. I ain't crew. Now get the hell out of my way before I cave your face Just in. Listen, Fred. No one is allowed to disembark Them without a. Rules don't apply to me. That's what I'm saying. I ain't part of this crew. Look, your captain said I. Hey, hey, big eyes. Now hold on. Oh, He's not. You come with me. Listen, Morgan's kid is just hey, a farm tech. Big eyes. He doesn't have the authority. Oh, to... hey, Jet. Good to see you walking and talking, and you know, dragging Lieutenant Ames around by the arm. Explain to this fix skull that I ain't being detained. Oh, sure. Uh, listen, Ames, I told Jet they could... Sorry, as Jet, soon as they... but the lieutenant is in the right here. Dismissed, Ames. We got a six-month rule on the settle. We do? Captain, you got Jet Propulsor there with you. Would love it if you'd send them on back to the infirmary so I can finish checking them out of it. Thought you said I was cleared for action, Grinner Doc. Said you would be cleared. Now, if you'll kindly come on back and let me finish. Andrew, look, we ain't left Europa yet. Tell him to let me on a shuttle. I would, but... Six-month rule says once you step foot on the settle, you stay. At least six months. Work with the crew. Engage with the community. See if you still feel like leaving after. In an hour, we set course for Roger Station. Looking at a low burn, five to six week journey. After which, we'll be riding the starlight for a spell. Half a quint if we can swing it. Dependent on the next tomato harvest and how many able bodies we bring aboard at Rogers. Now, we ain't planning on making harbor any place between here and there, so... Unless you feel like firing a shuttle off into the black, I'd make an effort to get comfortable. You fucking knew, big eyes. I didn't. Seriously, I've never brought someone aboard before, but people like it here. Uh, almost everyone chooses to stay. It's a good place to live, the Subtle. Good folk, working together, caring for one another. You never know, Jet. You might find it suits you. Kidnappers. Why don't you go and see the medic, Jet? Aiden, go on down with them. See to it they get squared away with some quarters after. Aye, sir. So, I'm pretty sure Deck 7's got open crew quarters. That's perfect. You could be hallmates with me and, and Des and Niana. Oh, you're going to love Des, by the way. She's got an incredible sense of humour. Oh, can you do stairs? No mobility issues, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. It's just that the lift doors get stuck on Deck 7 for some reason, so half the time I just take it up to 8 and walk down. We looking at trouble, sir. Maybe. Hope not. But, maybe.
Jet, hey, come sit. <sighs> Tail wagging little shit like you. Thought you'd have plenty of friends at your lunch table. <laughs> I do have friends, Jet. We just beat them here. See, there's a few of them in line. Tall girl with the curly hair. That's Des Feeder's daughter. She's a real riot. Uh, blonde one at her elbow. That's Niana Faye's daughter. Um, behind them in the big jacket, that's Timber Deskin. S brought him aboard. And behind him are Des and Timber's mothers, Fira Settle's daughter and Hazel Settle's daughter. Any relation? Mm-hmm. To Captain Settle's daughter. Oh, no, no. A lot of the adults on the Settle are named after the ship. Changed them when the vessel was founded. Now, I may not know shit about Grinners, but that ain't how it usually works, is it? Yeah, I don't think so. Not that I've been on any other family ships to confirm, but I think that's just an us thing. You ain't been on other... Alright, hold on. Back up a minute. You said when this vessel was founded, but the captain ain't older than 60, and these two in line, younger. This was recent. Yeah, after Captain Ellie May's divorce. She brought about half the crew of the old ship with her. That's the carrier light that cast no shadows. My father came here and my other parents stayed on the carry. <laughs> I was a little kid at the time, don't remember them. Or really much of anything. Whoa. He ever talk about it? Your daddy? Nah, nobody talks about the old crew. I think Des and Timber's parents got together on the settle after leaving their partners behind. That's why they're both settle's daughter. Hey, Jet, you ever had a fresh strawberry? No. Fresh? No. Okay, then I'm splitting these with you. Here, try them. Holy shit. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Oh, you can eat the leafy part too, if you want. It doesn't taste as good, but it won't hurt you. I've harvested strawberries, just weren't stupid enough to nick any. Ain't no berry in the system worth chewing on a stun baton for, I always said. <laughs> Kinda changing my mind on that, though. <laughs> so, hold up. You all ain't in contact with the old crew, but don't a bunch of you all dock up somewhere every so often? Heard Arcturus was crawling with Grinners after that solar storm. Even got a Grinner dry dock set up out there, I heard. Wow, Really? I thought Arcturus wasn't all that family friendly. You all ain't heard about the Arcturus Grinnerport. It's been there for over a year now, the way I understand it. <laughs> like I said, I've never been on another family ship. Never. Thought you were all the touchy feely kumbaya types. Okay, first of all. Ah! Hey, don't poke me. There's nothing wrong with touching or feeling, but really, no, never. The divorce was kind of messy. Now that it's all said and done, we're not exactly welcome with the rest of the family anymore. Well, what were you all saying and doing that was so objectionable? I mean, all I was saying and doing at the time was goo-goo-ga-ga and shitting myself, but (laughs) mostly I think it was some big ideological disagreement, big enough to pull families apart. My dad was leaving his partner behind. A A lot of people were. There were some hard feelings. That's part of why we don't go to all things and all that. What's the other part? We just don't need to. We're already pretty self-sufficient, plus we're willing to trade with Ilko so the family ships don't have anything we can't make ourselves or get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Suppose you know that for a fact. Like you knew about the Arcturus Greenerport. <laughs> 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 I mean, which didn't even matter in the end, because she still had my wrench kit. It's not even your wrench kit. It's your sister's wrench kit. Hey, Aiden, who's your friend? Oh, hey, Des. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Jet Aiden's kin. They came aboard at Europa. Hang on. Hang on. Hold the fuck up. That ain't my name. Well, sure it is. I brought you aboard, didn't I? Did you? Hey, hey, hey Jet, wait. Wait a second. Ooh, spicy one. Yeah, uh, maybe I should go after them. Ooh, I'd give them a minute. I remember being like that when Des brought me aboard. 
<laughs> yeah, you are a real bear. Thought you were going to get sent on. Well, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I settled in all right. Once I quit trying to get messages out to my old salvage crew. And your friend will too, Aiden. Yeah, I know. Hey, did you guys know there's a family dry dock at Arctura Station now? Uh, why do we care? It's not like we're gonna use it. If we ever do need a dry dock, it sure as hell ain't gonna be that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess not. You got dirt on your forehead. Hi to you too. Here to help me with the tomatoes? There's about a billion of them. You swear the captain assigned me, so guess I am. <laughs> Doc took the stitches out of my shoulder. Cleared for night neighbour, they said. Half shifts only. Longest goddamn week of my life. Oh, great. Have you done tomatoes before? Yeah, temping on Europa some five or six years ago. Hydro Farm was lousy with them. Handled enough rotten tomatoes, you never want to lay eyes on them fuckers again. Oof, yeah, that's no good. Gotta catch the rot early before it can spread. Uh, here, basket. We don't get too much rot here. I think the dirt keeps them from getting soggy. Vander says that's why hydro tomatoes rot so easy. And Vander is... Oh, uh, Vander Settleson, he's our head agriculturist. My boss, I guess you could say. Dirt Whisperer, we call him. Uh huh. <clears throat> this place is bigger than most hydro farms I've been on. Where's all that dirt come from? We print it. Well, most of it. Um, some components we trade for, but mostly we make it from bioreclaim. We recycle pretty much everything here. <laughs> Oh, uh, when your basket's full, you can, um, see that stack I started at the end of the row down there? Yeah, it can go with the... Yeah, 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 that's perfect. <laughs> You're fast. Like I said, done it plenty. Ain't that different than hydro, except I ain't soaking wet by the end. <laughs> Still sweaty work, though, isn't it? The grow lights get pretty hot after a couple of hours. You can roll up your sleeves if you want, you know? <laughs> I, I may be able to count my shore leaves on two hands, but I have seen a bare arm before, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fine. What's that scar from? What? That round mark inside your wrist, right, right there. Ah. Uh, it's from Miss Ellis Ivy, my best girl. <laughs> uh, that's Ellis Ivy the life support line for my lullaby. You know, the machine that lets me hitch rides. Hmm. Most no-go's got a scar like that, the ones who ain't had a port installed for it. Ain't really supposed to stick them in the same place every time, but when you're in a full-body vex suit or what have you, not a lot of options. Hmm. Speaking of lullabies, I ain't seen mine since the day I came aboard. You know where it might have got off to? No, I, I don't. But we can ask Marin. <sighs> what, big eyes? Looking at me like you're trying to see my organs or something. Where'd you grow up, Jet? Mars. Ross Belt Cricket Farm. <sighs> you're a long way from home. you ever get tired of it? Travelling that way. I mean, by, by lullaby. Between here and Mars, you must have seen most of the worlds in the system, but you're always asleep for the journey. See all the parts that can't, don't I? Ain't much to look at in the black. Hey, Jack, come here. Uh, why? Just... Put that basket down and come here a sec. I want you. I want you to see something. The hell you want about? Here, <sighs> lie down with me. What for? Come on, just do it. All right, all right. God damn. <sighs> okay. What? Look up. It's a big window. 
Just big, huh? It's pretty big, yeah. Huge, you might even say. Round, too. It's the Agrodome. See, the story goes, before Captain Ellie May got a hold of it, this ship was an early prototype for a proposed farming fleet that would have orbited Sol, dorsal side in. Would have been crewed by ag workers using the sun's light to grow crops out from under the smog and pollution on Terra. Honest to God, daylight pouring down through that dome. Can you imagine? Not really. I like to come out here during the night cycle when the grow light panels power down. Lie back in the fields and just watch the stars go by. Uh-huh. Don't just uh-huh me. Come on, look. Even with the lights all the way up, you can kind of see the shape of the Milky Way. See that? Uh-huh. Ow! <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> I see him, I see him. <laughs> so, how'd you all end up with a flying farm? Well, that fleet never got built. Expanded past the belt and put the hydro farms on the outer worlds instead. So this prototype kicks around a scrapyard for a century or so, waiting its turn for the reclaim cruise. And then along comes a freshly divorced woman and 600 of her closest friends, give or take a few, and they all need a place to live. So they fix her up together, get her space worthy, give her a name. The Settle for No Bitter Compromise. And she's been our home the 20 years since. And that's how you got 600 people all named Settle whatever, huh? Pretty much, yeah. A lot of them have been given different names since then, but plenty still use the ship's name. Given names? By who? The captain. Once in a while she'll take a name away, too. What? You know, if you do something bad enough. Uh Uh-huh. And I suppose she decides what counts as bad enough. The captain's fair. She's honest. She's compassionate. She just wants the settle to be a good home for us. She's not perfect, maybe. She's been through some things that changed her. But she's human as anyone, and she cares for us. (laughs) That's a full-time job. So, when you called me, what, Aiden's kin? That was her idea. Oh, that was in your adoption papers. Whoa. Now, my... my what? Your adoption papers. Captain Ellie May would have filed them as soon as you came aboard. It's like that for everybody. That don't make no sense. I barely fucking know you. We ain't kin. Not yet, maybe, but we could be. Timber wasn't kin with Des when he first joined us. But he came around. Once in a while somebody doesn't come around and, and we send them on. But it's pretty rare. I can only think of a handful of times where a newcomer didn't stick. The Settle's a nice place to live if you're good, honest folk who don't find a little work. And most of those who come aboard tend to find that they are. Due to a certain dearth of options, I'm guessing. So, let me guess. You will bring folk aboard to keep your future children from having three eyes and four arms, is that right? Well, we bring aboard folk who need a home, but... Yeah, that's part of it. And it's worked so far. We keep good records, too. You know, double-check them before we take too much of a fancy. (laughs) Bet that gets awkward. (laughs) Sometimes, but you get over it. Not a lot of good in holding grudges when you're going to spend your whole life with the same few hundred people, right? And we're not really far enough along to run into any problems yet. That plan? Get far enough along to run into breeding problems? I think so, yeah. I mean... We're going for total self-sufficiency, not breeding problems. Some kinks to work out still, but Captain Ellie May says one day we'll be a perfect closed system and then we can go anywhere we want. This ship, the community, it's her baby, you know? Her project. Huh. All these years and the captain never took a fancy. She loved her husband, you know? They loved each other, and they hurt each other. Bad enough to tear a ship in half over it. So she decided once was enough? I'd do the same, I suspect. Wouldn't you?
wouldn't do a dumb thing like fall in love in the first place. Ah, right. Of course not. I mean, don't Nogos ever... <sighs> if they do, generally speaking, they settle down someplace. And then they ain't no goes no more. You say that like it's a judgement. Well, it is one. Not everyone's like us, Jet. Travelling is what we're made for, you know, but... Some people try out this life and find out they don't... We ain't an us, big eyes. Sure we are. Think about it. Far as I understand it, the only difference between the family and the nobles is that we travel together and you travel alone. It's not like either way is the wrong way, it's just preference. Me, I like having my family around. My shipmates, you know? And you're a ball of prickles who wants everyone to think you hate them. Because I do hate them. Give it a little time. You'll find your fit. And I'll help you. Here, give me your hand. I'd really like it if this ship became a home to you, Jet. You know, if you wanted that. Now, we'd better get back to the tomatoes before Lieutenant Vander comes through and assigns us extra shifts for slacking. Hand me that basket, would you? I ain't hanging around here till Rogers. But there's nothing between here and Rogers. That what the captain told you. A week out from Rogers, on our current trajectory, we're set out to come within shouting distance of a centaur by the name of 8477 Corso. Real small, no colony or nothing. Centaur? <sighs> yeah. Centaur. An outer system, small solar body that ain't neither comet nor asteroid. In an unstable orbit past Neptune. They really ain't taught you shit around here, huh? Well, I've done all my required schooling, just... Never could get my head around much besides plants. Placed as a farm tech for a reason. But go on, Centaur. Anyhow, it's just a refueling station. Ain't on the main charts because it moves around so much. That's where I'll be jumping ship. You could come. Jet, I live here. I've only ever lived here. My my family lives here. Not your whole family. Parent, I don't remember, who probably doesn't remember me. Or maybe they think about you every day. You ain't got no way of knowing. Listen here, big eyes. Something don't smell right on this ship. I've been mapping out the place the last couple of days, waiting for the stitches to come out, and you know what I found? Locked ventral hold, way astern. Ain't run into any other locked areas, aside from the reactor. Someone will kick me out, sure, if I ain't supposed to be someplace, but there's only one locked hold, and I oh, think it's... Oh, yeah, the bio-reclaim unit's down there. It's locked as a safety precaution. Dangerous piece of machinery. You need special clearance to get at it. Pretty sure most family ships have one. Organic waste gets funneled into it, and bodies when folk pass on. And then you eat them? Well, it's a waste if we don't. Those nutrients and proteins can make a hell of a lot of fertiliser and foodstuffs, and for a ship that makes port so seldom, we can't afford not to use them. We have passing on ceremonies, you know, we don't just chuck them in there. Anyway, the machine will chew through pretty much anything. That's what the kids get told. You play around with the bio-reclaim unit, you fall in there, you get reprocessed. <laughs> One time, Des dared me to steal oh, Vanda's right, keycard. Right, and now, now you're just... This ain't... Quit changing the subject. If you don't want to jump ship at Corso, fine. I ain't going to press you. You trust your Captain Ellie May and her 600 closest friends. That's your business, but it ain't mine. And I ain't staying. Why do you become a noble? Got tired of feeling trapped, I guess. Never much like to be stuck in one place. Jet, what's that face for? Hey, hold, hold on, don't... Where are you going? <clears throat> you ain't got no shirt on. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'm off duty in my own bunk. 
I'll put one on if that'll make you more comfortable. One second, don't leave. <laughs> Wouldn't have taken you for the tit-shy type. Better? It wasn't bad, I just... <laughs> Listen, big eyes. I gotta... Can I come in for a minute? I got something to show you. Sure. Okay, what's going on? And why are you standing on my bed and opening all my cabinets? Bug check. You got a terminal in here? Yeah, I was just using it. <sighs> okay. Looks like we're clean. Take this data stick and load the first file. What is it? Just... just play it. When you graft a plant, you get the sharpest pair of clippers you can find, and you make a clean cut. One clean cut. You don't leave any hanging strings or ragged edges. That's how infection sets in. You cut it clean, and you walk away. Today, Karina would have turned 20. I have to believe it was worth it, what we're building here. But sometimes, Sometimes I just want to see my baby girl again. She had a daughter. This recording is timestamped 15 years ago. I listened to a bunch of these. The captain had a teenage daughter at the time of the split who chose to stay behind. Didn't like the way her mama was talking. But get this. The captain says the settle was presented in goodwill as a gift from the ex-husband. He was the one who sourced the hole, cut the deal with the scrapyard, even helped her with a refurbishing. But then, Ellie Mae finds out her daughter is staying behind, and she officially withdraws her entire crew from the family. Now, the ex-husband rescinds his gift, since the recipient ain't family no more, and there's a flag out on the green line, tagging it as stolen property. So, according to Ellie Mae, that's part of why you all don't dock up with other Grinner ships. As far as all them are concerned, you're all just flying a stolen vessel. She says it was only fair. Like, a trade. The ship for the daughter. Wow. Wow, he's right. And there's more. Ellie Mae keeps talking about these experiments she's doing with the bio-reprocessor, running tests or some shit with live material. The way she tells it, she had the idea before the split, but the ex-husband forbade her from pursuing it. She was of the mind that his proposed applications for the thing were short-sighted. Well, I keep listening, and what do I Jet, find, but... Where did you get these recordings? That's what you're hung up on. And you've been listening. I'm talking about that bio-reprocessor. Nothing else is locked up. Not even the captain's cabin. Walked right in. Files weren't even encrypted, no passcode, no nothing. Well, yeah, we value privacy on the settle, but we value respect and trust and, and consideration too. My quarters aren't locked either. You didn't have to wait for my permission to open the door, but you did because you respect my privacy, right? That's what a community is. This ain't a community, Aiden. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It may look like a community and talk like a community and sound and smell like one, but it's a prison. This whole ship's a prison. You know what else I heard in them journal logs? The captain, saying how she always comforts her young shipmates who come crying to her after they get hassled by folks who don't want them in their ports. It's working, she said. It's part of the plan, to keep you all feeling hurt and rejected by the other grinners and by the, the what's it called, the, the Yuko alike. So you come back to the settle... And you feel safe. You feel wanted. You see? She's playing you. The folk who don't find their fit. Who get sent on. What happens to them? Do you know? Does anyone know? 
Jet, I don't understand what you're talking about. Play the second file. Damn it. I hate doing this. But that Olko Peter brought aboard a couple months ago never settled in. I had to send him on this morning when we pulled into terminal. He was asking questions trying to turn Peter against us. I'll hold a private remembrance ceremony for him tonight. Pretty unbelievable, the difference between a dead fella and a live one. Hundreds of active proteins and bacteria. Printed enough fertilizer alone to keep us flying for maybe six months. Longer if we stretch it. Never would have considered such a thing on the carry. Ivanhoe would have lost his mind. So that's what sending on means. <laughs> really would have expected a little more alarm at that revelation. I mean, it, it's horrible, but I can see the reasoning. You get bad apples. Like, look... When I find a tomato that's rotting on the vine, I can't just leave it there. I gotta get rid of it, right? Or the other ones around it go bad. Starting to think every apple in this barrel is bad. Maybe the barrel too. Aiden, if you think it's fine and dandy that your captain is flinging live human people into the machine that chews them up and spits them out and turns them into plant food, well, there ain't a lot I can say to change your mind. No. No. I do think it's wrong, but Captain Ellie May isn't unreasonable, and she said it herself, she hates doing it. I'll just, I'll go to her and try to change her mind. You ain't thinking with your brain, big eyes, what did I say? Oh, fucking barrels rotted. If Ellie May believed in this little isolationist fantasy enough to rip her old shit in half... What in the goddamn fuck makes you think that she'll just stop if you ask politely? Maybe I won't convince her, but that means I've got 600 other chances. <sighs> I have to stay, Jet. Turning your face aside so the problem's out of sight isn't the same as solving the problem. Besides, this means no one has ever left the ship, right? They've just been killed. So, how are we supposed to... And Where would we even... They'll... They'll come after us, won't they? They'll just... They'll just no, they, they won't. Look, I, I know somebody. A witch. You know, one of them forgers who can get you a fake docks and change how you flag in ports. Make you disappear. The settle won't be able to find but you. i got a responsibility to my people here, don't I? This is my family, Jet. My... I grew up with them. I know them. <sighs> the captain grafted us good. You ain't a plant, Aiden. And you ain't the only one with family on the other side. Cutting away clean, losing them connections. Maybe it seemed like a right call when the hurt was fresh. But it don't have to be like that forever. Those people are still out there caring about you. Ain't too late to find them. Fix what she broke. I'm getting out of here. Tomorrow night. I got one shot of that centaur. I don't want to leave you behind, Aiden. But I can't make you change your mind. Captain! Uh, hey, Aiden. Whoa. <sighs> Where are you off to in such a hurry? I, I, I was just coming to find you. I... <sighs> Jet never reported for their shift this morning. What did you do with them? Hey, now. Take a breath, son. You know your friend wasn't finding their fit, don't you? Well, sad to say it, but I noticed someone's been digging around in my personal files and timber desk and let me know he saw Jet go into my study yesterday. So I've got him in temporary custody in the ventral hole. And when we make port at Rogers... We'll go ahead and send him on. 
No, Captain, please. You've got to listen to me. Look, Aiden, I don't like it any better than you do, but they ain't respecting our rules. Always a dice roll, bringing on no-goes. Sticky fingers, most of them. People like that ain't ever going to belong here. We've grown this community into something truly beautiful. Because we put into it what we want to get back. Trust and respect. But it only takes one person undermining that trust to poison the groundwater. I know, but... The thing your friend took... Those recordings were made from a place of pain, for no one's ears but my own. You see why we can't keep a thief around, don't you? Captain Ellie, mate. You've put your heart into this ship all your life, Aiden. I've seen it. You've grown into a fine man, one that anyone would be proud to call family, so don't... Don't touch that rot, son. Please. You know, I caught my former husband looking through my journals once. I trusted him, and he used that information against me in the divorce. I just hate to see you make my mistakes. I get it, but if you send them on, you'll have to send me on too. Aiden, I can see that Jed has become important to you, but really think... You gonna let them lead you astray? Are they more important than your family? You filed the papers, Captain. They're Jet Aiden's kin now. That's family. I'm so sorry, son, but if they've heard those recordings, then I can't let them stay We on. both heard them. I know what they know. About what we really mean by sending people on. So you... You, you can't really afford to keep me around. Oh, Aiden. Can I just... <clears throat> I don't suppose I could get permission to say goodbye to my father, sir? Afraid not, son. <sighs> I understand. Commander Branis, can I get you to Corridor 113D, please? On my way, sir. He'll escort you to the ventral hold. I'll let your father know you left us by choice. Thank you, sir. Sorry about this, uh, No hard feelings, Commander Branis. Just doing your job, right? Aiden, what are you doing? It's just so sad, Branis. You know what I mean? My father will never know what really happened to me. And I... I understand why. I really do. But imagine... Listen now. Imagine if Niana had to be sent on and nobody would tell you why. Even though that's your sister's daughter and you watched her grow up all these years, you'd just have to live with not knowing. And you'd always be wondering... God damn it, big eyes. What am I supposed and, and to do? It was nothing. What do you want me maybe to... Maybe she just ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time, talking to the wrong people. It happens. It happened to me. But my father won't know that. And I just don't think that's fair, do you? And what about my friends? Oh. Niana and Des and Timber, what are you going to tell them? Can't be the truth, can it? Because... Hey, wait a... <clears throat> That the clearest you could think to communicate that information. I thought you'd figure out I was stalling. Now help me find his keycard. Thought you were staying behind. Wow, he's out cold. You got a heck of a right hook on you, buddy. Aha, got it. Okay, shuttle bay is on the same level, or uh, or we could go for comms if we really book it. Uh, we can hey, still. Hey guys, just stop and look at me, all right? The fuck are you doing? I'm rescuing you. Okay. Uh, why? Because I talked to the captain and she wasn't going to budge. 
Plus, she was going to have me sent on since I know everything now, which kind of worked out perfect. I didn't even have to figure out how to unlock the door. Oh, I'd like to see her try throwing you in the mulcher. She was disappointed. Which I'm pretty sure felt worse than getting mulched. Oh, hell. You're having second thoughts. Jet Propulsor Aiden's kin, you put your listening ears on. You're worth it, okay? And besides, I'm going to need your help getting those recordings to the nearest peregrination ship, and you better not think about ditching me after that either, because I'm... <laughs> I've been off this ship a whole seven times in my life, and... Well, you know, I'm kind of scared out of my mind, and I... I... <sighs> what? Uh, what are you doing? Hugging you, genius. What's it look like? You ain't such a bad apple after all. Oh. Oh boy, he's waking up. We gotta leg it. Give me your hand, big eyes. Don't you let go, alright? I won't. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Breathe in Space. This episode, The Place Called Home, was written and directed by Kasha Mika and edited by Cale Brown. Jet Propulsor is voiced by Jasper Long. Aidan Morganson is voiced by Bonnie Calderwood Aspinwall. Captain Ellie Mae Suttle's daughter was voiced by Amy Young. Brannis was voiced by Scott Paladin. Dr. Marin Suttle's child is voiced by Ari Angles. With additional voice work by Charlie Caruso Neal, Mel Nichols, Saf the Something, and Max Newland. Our theme, Blues for the Black, was composed by Michael Freitag, with vocals by Jeremiah, and lyrics by Scott Paladin. You can find links to learn more about our cast and crew in the show notes, and more information about our show at our website, breathingspace.lawofnames.com. Breathing Space is a Law of Names production. Living in the system today, you so rarely get to see your meal before it gets made. No, don't worry. I'm not here for you. Just for your milk. Or rather, what happens to your milk after a couple months work. It's the real good stuff. Something that's been with us since the beginning of our herding days back on Terra. It's portable, storable, high in nutrition, and overall, just really tasty. Goat's Milk Cheese. Julia Demir's family, all seven generations of it, has been on Terraria since there was a pressure seal. Before all the HAB units were fully installed, the Demir dynasty realized that everything they did and everything they owned needed to serve as many purposes as possible. And that is why goats are the one big animal on the station. They do a lot here. Our goat enclosure is right next to the crash. For a number of reasons. It's great enrichment for the kids and the goats. It also gives us the opportunity to acclimate the goats to all sorts of humans from day one. Yeah, I made a bit of a mistake when we went into the pen back there. (laughs) Fingers look remarkably like teats to a five-day-old goat. I, uh, had my hands full. (laughs) Oh, we all do with these creatures. They need new challenges and new entertainment, or else they start making their own fun. Houdini could take a lesson from these ladies. I think they stage a prison break every week or two. I mean, it's not exactly diatoma, but still. So, you make cheese? We make cheese, natural cashmere, various other dairy products, and then of course, there's the meat, on occasion. But really, it's all about the dairy for us. So, what are we making today? Today, we're making one of my favorites, Monty. Monty, they're like dumplings, right? 
Yes, something like the ancestor of dumplings, ravioli, pierogi. Stuffed dough, it's a human constant. So, Monty are Turkish, correct? Yes, though much of the old Middle East lays claim to them. It's the flavors that make this ours, though. We start with the dough. This looks like a pasta dough? We've played with the recipe a bit. It's easier to get the nem in the right consistency lately than to try and rely on access to the right wheat flour and eggs. Special occasions, yes, but on a day-to-day basis, this is just fine. All right, so this is nice and flat, and we've cut little rounds. What's next? Time for the filling. Mmm, that smells wonderful. Mmm. The goat cheese definitely comes out first, but there's a lot going on in there. Air-fried shallots and garlic, fresh and dried mint, and some lemon zest. The goat cheese is doing most of the work, I think. Yeah, there's a... Farmyard. It's the way we describe it. Farmyard is the absolute perfect word. Okay, I see what you're doing. It's like little purses you pinch up around. It's a great thing to focus on. And now we give them a quick boil. So these are the Monty with... What's this sauce? So it's tomatoes, lemon juice, chili, oil, and nar exchisi. And that is? Pomegranate molasses. It's in half the things we cook here. Very important. Mmm. It's got a deep base counterpoint to the bright acid, but they both really balance out the goat cheese flavors. That is so satisfying. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you did mention they were escape artists, didn't you? <laughs> yes, that's Hazal. She's the worst of them. Oh, no, 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 not the Monty! <laughs>